Hello, dearest all, and welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're discussing the second episode of the fourth season of The Center. Part two is written by Jonathan Curran and directed by... Actually, I'm sorry. Part three is written by Jenny Zhang and directed by Anna Bernstein. For a moment, I forgot which episode we were on. This one had some layers being pulled back from the onion, the mystery we got going on. I think I could really use an onion. What do you call them? Onion loofahs? I don't really know. They're just really tasty when you're drunk. (laughs) Not to say that that's my condition right now. I plead the fifth. Actually, I'm not. I'm pretty sober. But... I do have the taste for one. So before we jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Like subscribe, all that good stuff. And if you do want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com. Harry does what Harry does best. I thought they had a driveway, but never mind that. He is right outside of Meg's home, watching her leave early in the a.m. to hop on the ferry to the mainland. Him having a lead is a convenient excuse to get out of bird watching. I would not have signed up in the first place. She meets with some guy and received a brown envelope with the telltale cash. Uh, bulging before going to see a woman who after brief words slams the door in her face. Harry is intrigued, presents himself to who we find out is Percy's mother, who should be a lot less prickly about someone coming to investigate her daughter's disappearance, even if there's a history behind it, especially if you then pretend to care so much instead of all that talk back. I'm not gonna answer any of your questions sir what did you expect I wish there was a line of dialogue where she would have said you know I'm sorry about earlier I thought maybe Meg had sent you or something to that effect but it felt weird him showing up being like I'm investigating your missing daughter and you're like well I can't help you with that then we get into the backstory and she tries to make herself out like an empathetic character which she is in a lot of ways Because apparently Sean knocked her up at 16, an age that is really hard to deal with a pregnancy. I know I was in hella denial at 26. So 16, you don't even have the mental capability or capacity to take on that emotional transition. I know a lot of women do, but it's not to say they do it successfully or without a lot of fucking help. Meg, the disapproving mother, didn't make life easy for the teen mom and made it clear she was not wanted. I wonder how old Sean was because she looks younger and Sean looks way older. (laughs) Maybe he just grayed early. Maybe life has just been hard on him. I don't know. But well, with a mother like that, that literally tells you to shut the fuck up in front of company. I'm disrespectful as the fuck. Still, I'm going to say it's acceptable. So she left without her baby 
that she really didn't want because at 16, you're never going to really want it. <laughs> and she went back to school and then started a new life and time went by and she got comfortable in the life she created versus trying to be involved with the people that do not care for her to be involved raising the child that she left behind. My continued issue with Caroline was it was the fact that she kept parsing out information (laughs) as if it's not important and shouldn't have to be prompted so heavily from Harry to have you admit. She's like, oh yeah, Percy came to my home nine months ago. She didn't turn her away, which was nice because I wasn't sure what their rapport was. Apparently they tried to, but you know, it's strange. You're a little bit of a stranger. I can understand that. She allowed her to meet her half-sisters, even though they are oblivious to the fact that she is her, their half-sister. She offers to allow her to stay with them for a couple of days or however she needs. She doesn't even ask a whole bunch of questions, even when she sees that fat wad of cash. Where's my money, bitch? Like, hold up. Uh, can you, can you loan me a 20? Christmas coming up. <laughs> Let me hold a little something, you know. Got bills. Dinner's ready. She left the next day. As he's leaving, once again, she decides after he gives her credit, because I guess she supposed he was going to judge her like everyone else does over on the on the Hanover side. Because he says, well, you were there for her when she needed you because that's what she showed up for. And that's all that matters. And she's like, well, fine, I'll give you this last lead, which is on her previous address (laughs) that she may be currently inhabiting, which is relevant to the situation. Why she stinks? And she said she never went because life got in the way. But sis, life cannot be that much in the way that you could not hear the word she's missing and not. Just, you know, drive by. (laughs) I know you got one kid in college. Two is clearly in school during the day. You ain't that fucking busy. Okay, maybe she got to work. I'm giving her too hard of a time. But still, I would think you would prioritize a little bit. Uh, Even half caring. Because if you cared enough, I guess that just didn't make sense to me, I should say. (laughs) Because it's not really her. It's the script. If you care enough to allow her into your home without no questions asked then you care enough to swing by her residence and see if she's there once you hear that she's missing that just I don't know if she was just told she was missing at that moment um that that could be a cause but I felt in how they were discussing things it felt like she I don't know maybe I miss miss uh maybe I'm giving her too hard of a time And I misheard it and she really did just find out. That would make a lot more sense. Harry meets Percy's roommate. Oh, her name was Caroline. I don't know what the mama's name was. Who tells him she left six months ago, keeping her backstory a secret, having found residence with said roommate on Craigslist. And it was Percy that was keeping her background a secret because she's like, oh, where, where are you from? She lies about it and doesn't talk about how her family taught her how to cut a fresh fish. I would not want a fresh ass fish like that. I'm sorry. I want to 
pretend as if GMOs and whatever the fuck they do in the frozen food section isn't important to my taste buds, but they are. And I've had, I've had raw fish. Maybe it's the type of fish I had. Maybe it just had shitty fish, but I don't know. I've had raw fish where it's like a fresh catch and it's like, ooh, it's too fishy for me. Too fishy. She and Caroline hit it off over cocaine because, you know, that's how the best friendship starts. Taking her to her first club, but despite the, despite how the cocaine should have been giving her a high, Percy is still morose, feeling cursed and unable to escape something. And is that possibly her family? She did remark that they suffocated her and she did want to get away from them. Caroline was kind of a friend, but not really a friend. Like she was kind to her to allow her to just be. But at the same time, (laughs) maybe she wasn't, she's not very good at, you know, (laughs) empathy, reading the room, seeing this person looking absolutely, there's not one moment in the whole entire club scene that she actually smiled. She gets a job with her at a clothing store but then one day she freaked out when she thought she saw someone and she said if he comes in here say i don't work here since she spent three weeks in bed i'm guessing that she quit fucking up her uh her reference system (laughs) like damn i didn't even get the 90 days so i can get the bonus for the sign-on thanks a lot but that didn't matter to her But the fact that she was so depressed and wouldn't get out of bed, all those indicate someone who is deeply depressed, which would be aligned with her committing suicide, despite no one believing that she was depressed. But I think the family may be hiding something about that. At least we know that everyone with the exception of Sean knew something was up. After another night out as wing woman, Percy hugs her friend for being so nice, but is then spooked by a cloaked figure on the dance floor that causes her to leave entirely because she went back the next morning (laughs) and she was gone, but her room was trashed. So she thought that's why she wasn't surprised to see the cops show up because she thought maybe something really did happen to her and someone really was stalking her friend. And what she thought was, you know, just some weird stuff or delusion because she could never see anyone. uh, She thinks something may have happened. She classified her as someone who had darkness that held sway over and wouldn't let go. And I was like, damn, Harry gonna be coming back with all the tea to Captain Roskins. I come to make an announcement. That man hasn't managed to do Jack Diddley. (laughs) In regards to any investigation, on the ferry, Harry hallucinates a conversation with Percy, who knows now that he's invested. He won't stop. He's going to seek justice no matter what and wonders why he seeks such justice for people. And he remarks, people come into the world just trying to survive and the world takes them out. I don't want peace. I want problems always. Back at the police station, Deputy Dewey tells him that they found another shrine located near where the car was. And they need to go out and see it, apparently. 
and he needs to come with him. I know I would not be going anywhere without that burrito. If I just lovingly bit into it like that, never mind the fucking evidence. It's coming along. I'm not leaving it on my desk to cool. It's like it just came out of the microwave hot, piping hot. Yes, I know I'm weird about food and TV shows. (laughs) Harry mentions other things he sees at night, like, you know, those women dancing around. That seems to be the oddest bit of side story. I'm not even sure we're going to get into but Lou said, I don't know nothing about any of that. And I don't want to know. Because there's a lot of hug tr- uh, tree huggers out here. And I don't want to know what else <laughs> they fucking hug in <laughs> the forest. That's true, though. It's like, if you didn't see something like that, would you really want to know about it? No, no. As long as there's no death surrounding that, let that go with nature. He updates Sonia on the case and wants to stop by and question Meg prior to their dinner reservation with Sonia there as a buffer for his interrogation. Uh, she soon regrets her decision as he cancels their plans right before her eyes for dinner. <laughs> when Meg offers to have family meal with them to talk more about Percy. I was waiting for the moment that Sonia was going to piss me off. And I was like, oh my God, maybe they're turning a new leaf and this is a new person. And nope, nope, not at all. Not even a little bit. (laughs) Same old shit, different day. Here's my thing. And if she hadn't been told ahead of time that he had some questions, she should have interrogated him on what he meant about questions. He did say he was going to, we were going to make the dinner reservation. And yes, at that point, I would have certainly felt some kind of way and not really taking it out on Sonia for the fact that he wanted to clearly have this opportunity to question them more. And now he's been invited to dinner. How can I pass up on that if I'm investigating a disappearance or possible murder? Because I still think I saw her jump off the fucking cliff despite everyone else disputing it. And because everyone else is disputing it, I'm just going along with that shit. And because I know that I'm hallucinating, I'm going to go be on the safe side and go along with that shit uh, uh, too. (laughs) But this is where I feel I am missing Sonia, which is the way in which he questioned them about their clear and obvious lies. (laughs) So the first thing is they say grace. Why is it always the heavily religious folks up to no good? I don't say grace at my table and yet I'm on the straight and narrow. And yet they say grace before they eat and they're clearly up to no good. We see that Sean's hands are shaking. I thought it was just nervousness. Apparently it's a drug habit. We find out a little bit later because drugs in this town is a catching thing. (laughs) Then again, if I lived here, I would probably be on drugs too. That's no offense to anyone who enjoys this environment, but clearly I do not. So if I was to be forced to grow up in such, I don't know. But what if you grew up from the time you were a child? I am who I am. (laughs) Uh, He also can't shake the control of his mother, as I stated earlier, telling him to shush. Actually, I think she told him to just shut up. (laughs) 
He's trying to have a conversation with Lou. They, of course, get worried that that's going to be a conversation about Percy, but it's not. But she didn't need to demean him like that. And he's like, can I not figure out what's going on before you actually keep asking me what's going on? Colin is also dismissive of his older brother after revealing that the call with Lou was about the traps that they cut them. And he's not going back out there to set them up because he told them that this was going to happen seeing as you kicked his ass. What you say? We learned Meg had a stroke, which stopped her from being able to help with the, the boats. Despite asking, ain't nobody care about Sonia's art as she was describing it. We do not care. Things get really tense and we stop talking. It was only really... <laughs> The only two people that was under the impression this had something to do with. I'm not even sure how Meg is playing into all of this because I feel as if she has to know that this man is a good ass detective with his track record, whatever our feelings about Harry and his personal bees, he, he gets the job done and she had to know that this man is going to fucking find out and you put him on the trail of finding where your granddaughter is or what happened to her. And so I'm really curious on how she's trying, who she's trying to protect and why she's protecting them and for what reason. But he brings up the fact that when Percy left her roommate, that her room was all smashed up. She was clearly in distress. She clearly was hiding from someone. And all Meg could ever say is, don't believe the other person. Don't believe the mother. Don't believe the roommate. Everyone that has basically no reason to lie, those are the people not to trust. Sean is pissed because he's upset. No one told him jack shit either about his own daughter. But they call him out for being a drunk. I thought I was a drunk. But that was what he was only doing at the table. <laughs> As Colin's wife looks like she is consistently in this battered state of drama. Run, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to end it all right here. I mean, seriously, they don't even care that this man is a perfect stranger and they outside wilding. Just wildin'. <laughs> Sonia wants to leave, but Harry says, I cannot, I must stay. Causing her to ask, what the hell is wrong with you? He's investigating. What did you expect? While sure, you being angry at him for canceling dinner plans without even consulting you, and you clearly did not want to cancel those dinner plans because you want to have a holiday alone with your man, not investigating a murder. Um, She leaves. <laughs> Harry stays to tell Meg he knows she met with a man and he's like ah oh, there it is you were following me around because you said you met with her this afternoon you telling a, a bald face fucking lie but she does admit that this friend gave her a loan due to the fact that their lobster business is not as profitable he doesn't think that she's lying about that but he knows that he caught her in a lie in regards to the last time she saw Percy Unfortunately, before she can say anything in the yard, Sean and Colin get into a physical altercation where the younger 
overpowers the older but he ain't done he tells harry to look into colin before telling the man himself we get a flashback of meg she did indeed pick up percy but the room was already trashed when she got there percy just asked to come home she's like of course i'll take you home and not ask any questions about what the fuck happened well she did she just didn't answer and she didn't push hard enough she tucks her in and then hears her say once she leaves the room leave me alone please go away just please go away who is she fucking talking to clearly it's not someone in the room with her so is she just seeing things and why would she be seeing things or hallucinating harry goes home to apologize to sonia she's in bed and tells him that he was mean and out of control and that family is grieving oh i think that i found myself an annoying bitch please shut the fuck up there she is there she is once again if she had brought up the dinner reservation i may have not had said a word i'm like okay fair enough but that's not what she brought up she she brought up the fact that she thought that he was out of line talking to these people that are clearly admittedly lying he's a detective just because you don't like the way in which he investigates this clearly he's got a track record that says this shit works <laughs> not to mention they asked me to look into shit and i know that they're lying about things i didn't tell you everything sure but I needed to conduct my investigation in the way that I needed to do it. And my investigation is to get to the bottom of what's going on, not to, as she says, find a better way to do things. And then she says, you certainly didn't need to in, in, uh, involve me, which that's true. And I loved his line. I'm better off on my own. But then you gonna throw out there that oh you want to know my feeling about this i think my feelings are this ain't healthy for you you can't say that shit after the fact you either be honest when someone honestly asks you something or your your opinion that's just bullshit you bringing that shit out of your ass and not throwing it in their face nope you not get points for that i thought she was out of line i didn't he was he is out of line when it comes to the fact that they came here for a vacation but simply put he is he witnessed something it's not like he went out there and was looking for a case or someone came and ran to him he literally witnessed someone jumping off of a fucking cliff while he had amnesia yes they had problems with his medication i suppose but he found himself in the middle of this investigation and then was asked by the family and the law enforcement who clearly can't handle it to assist them sorry i'm sorry that the vacation is spoiled for you yes i am very sorry about that but you need to just say then at that point put down some parameters look if you want to pursue this during the day all yours after 6 p.m my time that's all you gotta do why people gotta be bitchy about it sean shows up at his patio to advise that everyone has been lying 
They did see Percy that night, but didn't say anything due to the fact that Percy was giving him some words for his drug use. He started off with painkillers and now has moved on to much harder shit. He backs away from looking in to Colin saying, oh, you don't need to look into him. I was just blowing off some steam. He's always the good boy and I'm always the fuck up. And I was like, did Meg send you over here to straighten your story out? And I was like, yup. As soon as he was like, did Meg send you over here <laughs> to straighten your story out? You are clearly being controlled by your mother. You're clearly not respected within your family. You did something to cause them because Colin referenced it after what you did. What does that mean? But he does, as soon as he is called out on that or he starts... Like, I don't know what's going on with Sean either. Cause he's just like, well, I'm backing away from that, but I'm also going to say Colin and Percy were close. What do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. I'm just sending you off in that direction once again, <laughs> even though I was told there's nothing to look into there. So something tells me he's trying to play the good son, but he certainly wants Harry to, uh, to dig up some dirt on his brother. Because clearly his brother wants to be the golden son and is not the golden son. He does look clearly as if he is the evil one. Bruh, you're looking real sussy over there. This man just lost his daughter somewhere. Might be dead, might be missing, don't know. When the phone rings, you comfort in the mom. And why, why why would you think that he wouldn't need to grieve and not be put into a headlock harry goes back in and empathizes with ghost percy about wanting to get away that he understands and it's only getting worse he hopes she is still alive somewhere on a beach but all signs point to the fact that she did in fact commit suicide and that's before we even had a body she says running never solves anything especially for you The episode ends with a gay couple enjoying their oyster trapping, but in the distance, her body lay in the water. It's about to go back. So I suspect next episode, there'll be no more denial about Harry seeing what he saw that night. Questions that I have. What is Colin's deal? It's on the side of Shady. I know it is. Will Sonia leave Harry because her friend is nowhere to be found and she seems bored as hell. Will Meg start to trust Harry? There was a moment in which she seemed ready to reveal something. Don't know. What's up with the lambs and are they just like the McCoys in the Hatchfields? Is that why they're they have so much animosity against them because they're losing money and now that there's competition? There's no choice but to continue to take losses. We now know Sean was driving Percy's car, which is something he revealed on the patio as well, to score, which explains why the vehicle was seen going to going to the drug dealer's house and now verifies what Harry saw because that was the thing. Like, oh, how could she possibly have jumped off the cliff? They just saw her car going down it was over here how do those two things coincide 
We can rule Sean out as a as a suspect though, because he clearly was high as fuck at the time of the incident. And as stated, we all saw her, even though we didn't, or the family didn't see it. We know she committed suicide. But is the drug dealer hiding anything else? Which leads me to Colin once again, because if they are borrowing money and taking out, she said a second mortgage on the house to help with the finances, is Colin supplementing income with maybe the drug business? Because drugs seem to be exactly how they party on this island. Because boats can transport more than just fishing cargo. The plot does thicken. I gave this episode an 8.8 out of 10. I did really enjoy it. And I'm curious to know what happens next. If you have any lingering thoughts or clues of your own, like our couch at gmail.com. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and black magic. Hustling, 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 hustling.